Welcome to First 100K, the show where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, digging deep to find the tools, tactics, and superpowers that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida, where I have the privilege of helping hundreds of entrepreneurs to start, launch, and grow their businesses. Today, we have as our fearless, courageous entrepreneur guest, one of my former members. I watched him grow right through the ranks of what we do and have massive success. We have Russell Lieber, Lieberwitz on the show. And Russell uh, is the CEO and founder of Broadstaff, uh, which connects talent with enterprise and government entities. And what I really like about what they do specifically in a very crowded marketplace is that the average time to fill an open requisition in most cases takes companies over 30 days, right, Russell? And you take pride in fulfilling uh, for your clients job orders in five to seven days from intake to onboarding. So really you're a professional matchmaker and you're fantastic at what you do and you found your niche in that. So Russell, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Wow, Joseph, thank you so much. That was a fantastic intro. Um, yeah, you, you, hit the, you hit the nail on the head, you know, um, broad staff, just, uh, you know, we provide companies and people a, a true connection and a path in life. Um, we work with companies all across the United States, uh, specific to the wireless telecommunications industry. And, um, you know, in, in its simplest fashion, uh, we do staffing and recruiting. As you may know, it as headhunting is a common term that people know or the temp business. And, um, yeah, it's been a, uh, you know, been very fortunate. We've, we've found a niche in what we do and the supply and demand is, uh, is, you know, fantastic right now. It's definitely a candidate driven market. Uh, there's not enough jobs and, um, uh, excuse me, there's too many jobs. Yeah. A lot of jobs and not enough candidates to find right now, which is a great recipe for us. Mm. So, uh, appreciate the intro, Joseph. Absolutely. So Russell, let's get right into it. Take a minute and share with us something personal that very few people in your business life know about you. Wow. That's a great question. Uh, definitely evokes emotion right from the beginning. Uh, so my, uh, my story um, is, is pretty fascinating. Uh, so I'll go back maybe eight years ago. Um, I had a, uh, my own company, staffing company, um, that uh, was doing very successful when I was in my 20s and 30s. And then in 2008, when the grand old recession came, um, you know, I definitely suffered like, like most people did who own small businesses and uh, had to close the doors. So since 2008, um, it's been an eye-opening experience for me. Um, it's been an uphill climb. And um, you know, uh, I will also share with you that I went through some uh, um, family matters as far as uh, uh, my wife getting breast cancer during that period of time. Um, lost my business and, uh, you know, had tremendous financial hardship. So people would say um, a lot for one person to handle, uh, but I never quit. You know, I never gave up. I always knew I had something in me to persevere, to be an entrepreneur. That's what I'd love to do. And um, so I started Broadstaff two and a half years ago with my back against the wall and I uh, would not take no or failure, failure for an answer. And, um, you know, hopefully that's, uh, enough personal information that you guys can, can use from the get-go here. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for going there with us, right? Because you're sharing some stuff that uh, many guys um, don't want to share, right? You're talking about life, right? How life hits you upside the head and sometimes you're out of control, right? It's in control. 
and uh, you feel like you're like out in the, the waves, just getting tossed around and it's like, there's nothing to grab onto, right? So thanks for going there. Before we jump into that story, um, let's get down to business. Our audience loves to know how much revenue did you guys gross last year approximately? In the yeah, past absolutely. 12 months. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we started the company two and a half years ago. Um, our first year, so 2016, we could say our first you know, official fiscal year, we did about 2.6 million um, in, in revenue. And then we are on target now for doing about 3.5 million in 2017. That's fantastic. And what about the first 12 months in? Uh, as far as... Uh, as like far as rev- revenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first twelve months in, no, it was around two million dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Got it. All right. So, we all love to, you know, listen to the wisdom of like mega millionaires and billionaires, but we struggle to relate to them because ninety percent of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first hundred k, right? Um, but on social media, we're showing the highlights of our life. We're showing how successful we are, right? But we're not showing the struggles. Um, so. What I'd like you to do, Russell, is really just take a minute, um, probably two to three minutes, and take us back to that time when you were literally struggling, right? You burnt all the ships, so to speak, and you're in this. You said your back's against the wall. There was no quitting. You had to go forward. That was the only direction. And uh, tell us that story. Paint us a vivid picture. Well, I can remember um, my last job where I had to work for somebody. Um, driving to Jacksonville, Florida in 2015. Uh, that's where our corporate headquarters was. And uh, I remember my boss sitting me down and, and letting me go and telling me my position was eliminated. And that was a long drive back home to Tampa from Jacksonville, about you know three-hour drive, uh, a lot of time for me to think. And um, I remember that drive because I told myself, I, I will never, ever work for somebody else again. I will control my own destiny. And I sat in the downstairs room of my townhouse on the computer, um, diving back into what I knew best, which was staffing and recruiting. And I started researching different industries uh, on my computer, my Apple desktop downstairs by myself. Um, And I started making phone calls. I started calling into cold calling into companies and um, asking if I could help them fill their jobs. And, uh, you know, I would say, 20 phone calls, maybe one or two were successful to where I felt like there was something there. Um, and then I decided, you know, I'm going to go for this. And um, that's what I did. I jumped into it, went into a, uh, an office executive suite environment, 12 by 14 room, uh, which you're very familiar with, Joseph, and um, launched the company. Didn't know what to expect, uh, but it went above and beyond my expectations. And I'd love to share with you kind of what I had to do in the first couple of months there to get to the numbers where I'm at today. Yeah, please go ahead and share that. Blood, sweat, and tears. And the shingles. I actually got the shingles at, yeah, at 40 years old, three months into my job, three months into this business because um, it was, I had so much on the line for myself. I would not, you know, again, I would not take no for an answer. So, I mean, I was in the office 6.30 a.m. I didn't go home till 8 o'clock at night. Um, I, I made the phone calls. I had conversations with people. Um, and, uh, I just persevered, you know, for me, it was seven days a week. You know, I didn't, I didn't take Saturday and Sunday off. Um, I remember every Saturday and Sunday when my friends were out having fun, I was at Starbucks on my computer researching, uh, connecting with people on LinkedIn. Um, I was relentless, like nobody was going to stop me. That's what it took 
you know, for me to get to where I was going to be. I had never worked so hard in my entire life. What do you think was the, uh, the fuel that you had going for you? What was the fire in your belly pushing you forward? I had a lot to prove. Um, you know, losing my job was a, uh, I took a, took a hit in pride and ego. Um, I felt like, I felt like people doubted me. Um, I felt like I was doubting myself and, um, I didn't like that feeling, you know, cause I wasn't raised that way. Um, I'm a competitor. I like to win. And, uh, you know, I knew if the guy next to me could wake up in the morning and, and be successful and earn a good income, I could do it too. There was no reason why I couldn't do it. And, um, you know, that was the fuel for my fire. Yeah, I get that. So, uh, one thing that's a common theme on this show, Russell, is, uh, how, as entrepreneurs, as, as leaders, we have to really get clear on what is our superpower and then delegate everything else out to others and really just create and, and build and develop that muscle. What would you consider to be your superpower in what you're doing now? As it pertains to what I do in business, um, I, uh, as, as it, we're building relationships and sales is definitely my superpower. That's what I excel at. Um, I, uh, I have a way with people. I love talking to people. I love helping them. Uh, I'm not very salesy. Um, you know, I try to give people things and don't expect anything in return. But as you'll see, things come back to you in return when you have that type of mentality. Uh, so for me, I guess my superpower would be really relationship building. Got it. Describe to us, um, say, the biggest fail in the, say, the first 12 months of this business uh, that you had the biggest fail, the biggest mistake, the biggest setback, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, hiring the right people to grow my business. Um, that was a little tricky in the beginning. We, uh, I definitely failed the first, um, actually my first hire was fantastic. She's with us today. She's a leader, a leader in my company. Um, uh, but after, after her, uh, I didn't have the best of hires. So trying to identify the right person that, would fit into my business and, and help us grow the business uh, was challenging. You know, I'm hearing it and I'm going to call it out, right? And I, with your permission, of course, but I'm, I'm hearing it's like you're a talent matchmaker and yet, you know, you struggled your own words to find talent for your own company. Yeah. Tell us why that is. It's a great observation. Yeah. I, I often scratch my head wondering the same thing because as I sit here today, I'm, tr I'm still trying to scale and grow our company and identifying the right DNA for this business is tough. Um, it, it takes a special person. You know, we, I have to hire an entrepreneur, not an employee. And that's what's been challenging. Um, there's a lot of uh, people with the mindset, the employee mindset, uh, more so than the entrepreneur. So that's, that's been the biggest challenge um, for, for me. Yeah, I get that. And, and what a thin line, right? Because you've got to hire this entrepreneur type person who is also okay with working for your company right. and, and not the, right. So there's the rub. There's the thin line. So I get that. Uh, what fear would you say uh, was holding you back the most in the early days? Yeah. Um, of course, you know, fear of failure, but to break that down even further, um, I was scared. I was scared out of my mind because, you know, if, if broad staff didn't work, I kept seeing what's going to happen. I, I can't go back and work for somebody, you know, because that just is not me. I, I was never happy doing that. I did it to pay the bills, but I was never happy. So, um, 
yeah, fear was a big driver for me. Um, I, I wasn't complacent at all, but I, I was working in fear, which for me was kind of good. Um, mm. it, it, so I guess, you know, the fear of failure, the fear of having to go back and work for a company, report to a boss, I just did not want to do that. I, I, I was never happy doing that. I get that. So Startup Nation, as you're listening to Russell Leibowitz, who's the founder CEO of Broadstaff here in Tampa, Florida, doing several million a year, uh, just over two and a half years ago, he launched this company. Um, you know, he's talking about his fears and what he wrestled with and that the fear of failure, the fear of having to go and work for somebody else in the nine to five was the very thing that he leveraged to fuel his success in this business. And I think that's the secret formula, right? So many of us um, as entrepreneurs, Russell, we uh, try to uh, deny that this fear or act like there is none or just say, oh, I'm conquering the fear, get it out of my head and block it. And I don't think that's the recipe. I think what you're saying is the recipe is to acknowledge the fear that's present, to embrace the fear, stand in it, um, and then use it as your own fuel and fire. What shows up for you in that? Absolutely. Yeah. I think fear can be healthy if you use it in the right way. Um, complacency, not so much. Don't ever get complacent. You know, I come to work every day as if I have nothing in my pocket, as if I have no accounts. That's how I think because I know that complacency kills. I, I, I was taught that years ago, but working in fear um, isn't so bad. You know, um, I think fear can be a dirty word at times. But as it pertains to you starting a business and growing a business, you want to be a little fear fearful because, you know, your competition's out there maybe working harder than you. You should mm -hmm. be fearful of that. Um, so that, that's a good driver, in my opinion. I get that. So you just mentioned, like, you come into work every day acting almost as if it's day one and you have zero accounts, zero revenue, and you got to build, build, build. How do you enjoy the reward and the victories of your current successes when you're coming in with that mentality? Well... Um, I still love hunting for the business, closing a deal. I get, I, that's my passion. I love doing that. So I, I have my sales hat on every day, even though I'm functioning as a CEO and a business owner of this company. Um, you know, of course the monetary benefits I always like the, I'm getting a little more freedom now to, to travel a little bit, um, and enjoy things that, you know, I, did, I couldn't afford maybe two years ago. Hmm. Um, so that's been the result of, of maybe, you know, appreciation of the hard work that I put in. I get that. What would you say is the best business advice you've received? Yeah. Uh, money comes and money goes. It sounds so simple, but, um, I heard that line and that's happened to me throughout my life. So, uh, uh, that, that's why I, that's why I rise and grind every day and work my tail off because I know this money, may not be here down the road. So that's how I think. Um, mm. I would say um, uh, I'm not a big person for excuses. I, uh, one of my colleagues once said to me, um, you know, results matter, excuses don't. So I've kind of um, led my company on that premise too. Um, mm. So yeah, I think those two things have really helped me. I really like that money comes and money goes, right? And don't get attached to it right? Uh, be attached to only one thing and that's where you're headed, yeah. right? Be, be committed to where you're headed. The rest is, is fluid, right? It just, it comes and goes. I love it. Uh, share with us one of your daily habits that has gotten you to where you are today. Yeah. So, um, well, first and foremost, every night before I go to bed, I get on my knees and I say a prayer to God and I thank him for, uh, my health, my family, 
Um, fortunate to have what I have today. And uh, obviously for Broadstaff as well. Um, I believe that uh, he is a big reason why I'm, why I'm where I am today. Um, that's one habit that I have every day. Um, every morning, I'm, I'm an early riser. So I'm up at 4.30 a.m. every morning. <laughs> and uh, I'm in the gym by 5.30. So I get a good workout in. I clear my head, get ready for the day, kind of recharge my batteries. And um, I'm off to work. So that's kind of my daily routine. And then, you know, obviously I'm here at the office every day and then home to see the family, get dinner with my children, my wife, talk about the day and um, get to bed early. It sounds like your success in business has not uh, jeopardized or replaced or cannibalized your family life and your faith. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I would say, try your best to get a good support system around you as you start your business, as you grow your business, as you're in the middle of this, because it's not easy. And having someone in your life that supports you, that listens to you, that um, is there for your well-being, at least for me, that really helped. Yeah. Uh, what's one of your favorite uh, websites, apps, or digital resources that helped you uh, grow your business? Hands down, LinkedIn. LinkedIn was an absolute game changer uh, for me, for the company. Um, I still invest uh, a good amount of money uh, for my uh, recruiters and my sales folks that are here today. It's, it's helped. I don't know what we do without it, to be honest with you. It's, um, it's been a phenomenal tool for us to make connections, to find candidates for jobs, um, and, and to secure clients. Okay, very cool. Yeah. And Russell, what's the one thing that you want our audience and Startup Nation to know about being su successful in business? What's that one thing? I would say, look, you got to work hard to achieve your goals, obviously. No, no one's going to hand anything to you. Um, I want to go back to me, you know, obviously saying my prayers every night. I will tell you two, two years into this business, a year into this business, when I was on the verge of closing a big opportunity, um, I, I, would I would talk to God. I would ask him, I would say, please, you know, help me here help me. I want, I, you know, I would ask for these things, but I was very specific in what I, what I wanted. And I, I got to tell you, it worked. That worked for me on three different occasions. Um, so can you give us an example? I can, I can. So, and of course I remember this. Um, I had a, a company in Kansas city that I had cold called, um, started a relationship. They mentioned to me that they were going to need to hire about 25 people, which is a, you know, phenomenal opportunity in our business. At this period of time, I may, I might've made five placements. This is a really big deal for us. And, you know, weeks went on. We, it just took a while to cultivate the relationship. I remember being in Austin, Texas for a trade show and I was getting so close and I dropped to my knees like at two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, my Airbnb that I was staying at. And I just prayed and I said, you know, I, I pray that I can um, close this business, uh, that you'll be on my side, that you'll help me will be my champion. Um, one hour later, I got a phone call from this client in Kansas City telling me they're ready to start the project. I'll never forget it. Wow. And yeah. you, get, you give credit to God in that. I, of course. I give credit to God in everything. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think something very important to add to that is uh, giving credit to God doesn't mean that Russell didn't go out and do all the work. Of course. Right? 
yeah. you're, you're out there making it happen. And I think that's, that's what needs, both need to be present. You do the work, you, you step through the doors and trust in God for the outcome, right? Absolutely. Love it, brother. Okay, so this is my favorite part of our little chat here. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where I ask you 12 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. Just say the first thing that comes to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Russell, what's your favorite sound? Guitar. Russell, what's your least favorite sound? Nails on a chalkboard. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Professional basketball player. What are you most afraid of? Failure. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? Trust. Got it. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? I would say QuickBooks, managing my accounts receivable, having a good system in place for that. Yeah, I got that. What is a new habit you want to form? Uh, more, more reading. Got it. Yeah. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, being afraid of failure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a habit. Yeah. Got it. Russell, pick three words to describe who you are now. Passionate, determined, caring. And pick three words to describe who you were back then when you first started in this. Scared, unsure, nervous. Imagine sometime in the distant future and there you are standing in front of your tombstone. Read to us what it says on it. Oh, what a question. Russell Leibowitz cared about people, cared about his family. Um, gave back to society and uh, lived a, fulfill, a life of fulfillment. Awesome. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died and tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Live life to the fullest. Don't be scared. Take chances. Awesome. Russell, what's the best way for our listeners in Startup Nation to get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, you know, our website is uh, uh, broadstaff.net. My information's on there. Um, I could share my, my email address if that's suitable. Whatever you like. Yeah, sure. Um, I've got a Gmail account. It's R-L-I-E, B as in boy, O-W, at gmail.com. Got it. And is there any project or anything specifically you're working on right now that you want to get the word out to Startup Nation about? Um. No, you know, we're looking to, looking to grow our company and um, hire some people with some staffing sales background and uh, also some people that are interested in, in, in being a recruiter as their career path. Um, and that's more of an entry level position. So that's really what I'm tasked with going into 2018 is identifying the right people to help grow the business. Fantastic. And Startup Nation, if uh, you're resonating with who Russell is as a person, his character, which is clearly showing up on this show, I think. 
and he's somebody you want to work with or refer business to, get in touch with him. Um, not only can he help you grow your business, but uh, you'll be helping growing his as well. So Russell, thanks for joining us today. And I wish you peace, love and superpowers. Thank you so much, Joseph. Appreciate you having me. You got it. Cheers. Startup Nation, want to grow your business faster than you ever imagined? Head over to first100k.com for even more tools, tactics, and tricks that you can use to go from A to 100K. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll catch you on the next show. Cheers.